Greetings, Raider fans, and welcome to the Raider Nation podcast. And I'm your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to the show, show number 71, for all of you Raider fans who need your Raider fix. Get it here at the Raider Nation podcast. Well, Raider fans and Raider Nation, celebrate right now because just about an hour and a half ago, ESPN has reported that Kerry KFC Collins is done out of Oakland. I guess no deal could be reached. You know, we've been hanging on this nightmare forever. And I just wanted to say that before I even started anything else in the podcast, that Kerry frickin' Collins is out of here. Now, that doesn't mean we won't re-sign him as a backup. That doesn't mean that Al Davis isn't working some kind of deal behind the Culpepper deal. Um, and I'm going to go over that, too. However, for right now, once again, all of you who took a sigh of relief the last time we heard that he was gone, uh, you know, you better not take that sigh of relief totally yet. However, it does look like it's a final goodbye. Let's hope that it is because this neurotic uh, yes-no thing is killing everybody has been the talk of the Raider Nation for the last week. Every day, every site, people are going what is happening with KFC? Well, what's happening is he is toast. He is gone, and that is it. Nice seeing you. Nice talking to you. Yes. Later, Kerry Collins. Thank you so much for all those passes out of bounds. Okay, for tonight's show, or today's show, however you want to call it, we're going to get to the shouts and comments section at the end, like I've been doing lately, because I like to read those comments out to the Raider Nation because, hey, they're Raider fans that are concerned and uh, they have great concerns and great takes. So I'm going to let those out there. Tonight's show is going to be Culpepper gets the greeting from Al Davis. And uh, along with that was, of course, KFC could be the end of KSC. He could be in the bucket, if you know what I'm saying. And obviously that must have happened because he's out of here. The other story that I'm going to be speaking of this evening is Rob Ryan's express defense. He's quiet, but he could be deadly. Yes, like last year, we didn't hear much from Rob Ryan, but he was moving and shaking in the background, taking care of business, and it showed in our defense and our improved defense this year. Without the injuries, we would have been very, very tough. So I'm looking forward to Ryan's express defense next season. And I'll go over that as well. Okay, Raider fans, I just want to remind you to visit the Raider Nation podcast site, uh, com. Check the site out. It's great. Randy has done an excellent job. There's a great picture there of Kerry Collins holding the KFC bucket full of chicken. Looks like he's eating a piece of it, too. Great job, Randy. Kudos to you, brother. Good one. And the rest of the site, we also have a Raider news section that takes you right to articles on what's happening right now with our Oakland Raiders. So check out the site. It's a good thing. Uh, don't forget to frapper. Tell your buddies. Tell your friends. Get on that map. Put a picture. Love to see it. Love to see the Raider Nation out there. It's good to see all those little pins. And if you get on it, you can see the, the pins there too and check out what people are saying. Okay. What's been happening? Well, if we're going to lose Collins, which evidently we have... We have got to get another quarterback, and the scuttlebutt is 
we're talking to the Vikings. Now, we've done a very good job negotiating with the Vikings in the past. The Randy Moss deal was a little bit too good to be true, but we got him for a song and a dance and a bad linebacker, and there we go. A uh, sixth pick, I believe, we gave up for Randy Moss. Excellent deal for the Raiders. Uh, let's hope we, Al can redo that deal with Culpepper. Looks like he tore three out of the four major tendons in his knee. Everyone knows about that. And it doesn't look like he's going to be ready for the uh, preseason workouts. But we don't know. I don't know. Uh, his status is, is is not real clear right now. And I'm sure that if the Raiders are going in to get him, they're going to make sure that he's going to be able to pass any kind of physical before Al Davis puts the money down. I hope that's what it's going to be. But I was pretty shrewd. I think he'll do it. Let's go back to Culpepper. Culpepper dropped a bomb on the owner and coaching staff of the Vikings by saying that he was not going to put up with any lies and deceit because they were shopping him and they denied it, but he evidently found out that they were. They were going to try to shop him to Miami and to the Oakland Raiders. Now, Miami Dolphins seem to be very interested in Drew Brees, and there have been talks of the Miami Dolphins getting Drew Brees because they have a more cap space than we do. We haven't heard anything about the Raiders really getting Breeze, although I'd like to see him come to Oakland. Um, Culpepper would be a great addition to the Raiders as long as he was healthy. Now, Culpepper's 29. He's still fairly young, and he was a he was a gamer. I like to see him play. He played very well, and he played very well with Randy Moss, which obviously would work out in our best interest because, of course, we've got Randy Moss, and we just never had anybody that could get him the ball, which is something pretty wild. Um, Dante Culpepper did show some good play for a couple of years. However, last season it was the worst year he's had in the NFL, and then he got injured. And that just leads me to believe that the Vikings, and I'm sure this was the case, were not blocking very well for this guy, and he wanted to make the plays happen, and he just tried to force the ball too much. However, you have to look at who they play. Who are uh, Dante Culpepper's, or who were Dante Culpepper's, um, opponents in their division. Um, pretty tough, pretty tough division. I don't think so. They had the Bears, which haven't been very good in, in several seasons, the Packers, who faded quickly after their Super Bowl goal, and, of course, the lowly Lions, which are the uh, Cardinals of the East. So it doesn't look like the Vikings really played any tough teams like we play. We play the toughest teams in the NFL with Denver, San Diego, and Kansas City being all three very tough teams in all of football. Toughest division, I will say, of all. So he did tear three out of the four major tensions, and we don't really know what that's going to bring about. However, since Collins did get the boot today, thank goodness for that. I can't even get over that. Uh, the KSC factor has been looming over the Raider Nation like a smell of a fart in church. The move for Culpepper is a great signal. It signals that there's two possibilities. And this I said before he was cut. However, it could still apply because Collins could still hang around like a dangling Klingon on the butt, if you know what I'm talking about. And, you know, Collins seems to have 25 lives, unlike a cat. I'll tell you what I think. I think Dante Culpepper is being shopped hard to the Dolphins and the Raiders, but I think the Raiders have the inside track on this trade. However, I'm not sure if Al Davis is willing to give up an arm and a leg or any draft picks to pick up an injured quarterback with this type of injury. 
However, stranger things have happened, and Dante Culpepper is a long ball quarterback. This is something that I've noticed, and it's something that Al would really be interested in because they seem to play the long ball, and they have in uh, the Vikings have played the long ball for a long, long time. So I think that'll be a great match if we can take the knee factor out of there. So. He could be using Culpepper as well as a leverage to have Collins be kicked off the team later to have their uh, negotiator come back and rework a contract to where uh, Kerry Collins doesn't get, get the cap hit that he would give to us right now if we kept him. So, you know, here's a lot of scenarios, but I, I really wouldn't count Kerry Collins out, unfortunately, just because we've learned that lesson already. And having that is uh is is quite something to tell you the truth uh you I'll you'll get it when I go through the comment section of the Raider Nation podcast you'll go through it and you'll hear the frustration in all the Raider fans voices now I was resigned I thought for sure we'd keep Kerry Collins just because Al had fallen in love with the guy and just the fact that he wasn't cut right away makes me think that maybe they were trying to make some kind of deal somewhere else however I was sure we we're going to keep him because it didn't look like there was another quarterback out there we could afford Dante Culpepper actually fits the bill perfectly for the quarterback we could take in the free agency so let's hope that that materializes or something materializes if the Dante Culpepper doesn't work maybe and if we see some moves in other directions who knows Drew Brees even though it looks like it's an eight million dollar signing bonus won't affect our cap numbers this season so hey man if we can get in there anywhere and Al Davis is pretty good and Lombardi is really good too and the between the two of them we should get some kind of deal done with a quarterback within the next couple of weeks Al does not like to be hanging out there with the QB. And you know, we don't like to be hanging out there either. Right on. Kerry Collins is gone. I feel like I'm the Wizard of Oz for crying out loud. And I was so worried that this Christmas, under the tree, I would find a piece of coal wrapped up in a number five jersey. Doesn't look like that's going to happen. Uh, doesn't look like that's going to happen this season. Thank goodness. Hoorah! Thank you, Al Davis, for getting rid of that guy. I can't even believe it. Oh, man, I can't believe it. Well, when I get to the comment session, like I said, there's some great, great comments. Okay, our next story, Rob Ryan. Now, Rob Ryan, you don't hear nothing from this guy. Nothing. Rob Ryan is the quiet guy that gets things done in the background. He has been quietly hidden away matching players to our new defense like a madman. The grizzled warrior that has been on the sidelines of the defense of the Oakland Raiders for the past two seasons has been the surprise of the season in 05. They came out supposed to be last in the league and performed quite surprisingly well compared to our 35-point-per-game offense, which never materialized. Unlike them, Rob Ryan's defense was true and stayed on track for the majority of the season, and if not for injuries, we would have a much better outing on the defense, especially in those close games. With a sack master, Burgess, we got a great thing going. And I, I think Rob Ryan, along with Shell, is going to put the real nasty back into the Oakland Raiders because what was nasty about the Raiders wasn't so much the offense. What was nasty about our Oakland Raiders was our defense. Jack Tatum with the forearm shiva to the gullet. I mean, those kind of things that they... 
they now put penalties on everybody for doing the Raiders are doing it better than anybody back in the day. And that's what we got to get back to. Not so much the dirty play, however. I, as a Raider fan, enjoy that too, as you know, and I'll be the first to admit it. The Raiders have had great defenses in the past, and we're going to get that thing to happen again. Now, Rob Ryan could be making some moves in the background, and we can't even see him because he did last season. He could get Ray Lewis, which is also a lover. He's an 11-season veteran. However, he might be able to get a deal and work him out. Since he's tired of being at Baltimore, Ray Lewis would look excellent in silver and black. Now, LeVar Arrington looks like he's going to go to Denver. They have a very close, they're close to a deal. A lot of people want this guy. He's a great player. However, it looks like Denver is heading into into the camp with him because they look like they're very close on signing a contract. Willie McGinnis is another linebacker we could get, probably get him at a pretty good price. There's somebody else that he could be looking at. I'm just going over some of the free ag- free agents that I think could help us out immediately and s- some who are available right now. Julian Peterson, right across the bay. What a great deal. He doesn't have to move. We don't have to move. He can just come on over with silver and black. Although, uh, Julian Peterson has had some injury problems. Uh, that doesn't mean that he can't play for the Oakland Raiders. He was a great player when he wasn't injured. He was very aggressive and a madman when it came down to the sacks. The defensive line will need some help this season, however. We saw last season how much Sapp made the defense happen. When he was not in the game, we had no push up the middle. And believe me, we need the big push and a big defensive line to help the secondary be able to cover people to pressure the other quarterback into making those mistakes that caused those interceptions. And that's what we need in our defense. Now, Gerard Warren, defensive tackle, or Larry Triplett. They're, those are two names around in free agency. Excellent defensive tackles, great players, both of them. Together, pretty expensive. However, stranger things have happened. If we get either one of those guys in free agency, we will be awesome because both of them push up the middle like, like they're bulls with their tails on fire. They're great players. Either one of them will help the defensive line, which is something we need. As much, if not more so, than the offensive line. You know what? It's really weird about this, and I'm going to tell you, Raider Nation, is I have a strange calm. I have a strange calm about the season on the defense. I have not the same confidence in the offense because there's such a fiasco, and this postseason has been such a nightmare. I can't even say it. Just one asset after another for the Raider Nation, including myself, on the decisions for for everything, and you guys know how I feel about it. I've I've told you how I feel about it, and I've told you how the Raider Nation feels about it in general. So, I do feel a calm, a very strange calm about our defense, one that I didn't have last season. However, I didn't freak out at, la- at last season. I was really excited about our offense. However, this year in 06, I think that Ryan's Express will roll in 06, and the fear of playing the Raiders will return This will all show up in the 06 defense of Rob Ryan or Mob Ryan or Mob Ryan's Express, which I call the defense that has the nasty back, which is something that I've been looking forward to for some time. Even in our 2000, uh, 2000 appearance and the Super Bowl, our defense was not the nasty that it used to be when we were talking about uh, the Oakland Raiders 
being the dominant defense in the entire league, which I think, uh, with a little tweaking here and there, we could come back to that easily if we spend the money. And the money's going to take, like, the defensive tackles. It's a huge, huge thing. So we have to have a commitment from Al Davis to support our defense, let alone try to restructure our offense, because that's going to take a long time to happen. So here we go. comment section of the Raider Nation podcast, and if I destroy your take, please uh, forgive me. I'll do my best not to. So here we go. We're going to talk about Tim Moe. I think he's a new commenter on the Raider Nation podcast, and welcome Tim Moe. So he has a story here, and its subject is KC Chiefs Choke. And this is pretty funny, and I have to tell you that this is a great story. So I was eating lunch with this girl, and we were talking about things. And I found out that she's really into sports. So things were going good with the date, and the conversation led to football. While she was taking a bite of her sandwich, I told her that I was a die-hard Raider fan. And her eyes bugged out, and she started to choke. It wasn't anything major, but once she got over it, she yelled out, I hate the Raiders. Can you just see it? Then she talked about her Kansas City Chiefs were the best team ever and the Raiders suck. I said, well, yes, ma'am, the Raiders have had pretty poor seasons lately, but they will rise again and the Chiefs are nothing but Raider haters and they have no identity and they are not cool in any way. (laughs) And it says, end of lunch. Can you believe it? Great job. Good job, Tim Moe. Nice for shutting her down. And you don't need a woman like that anyway because you know you're going to come out to the black hole and see a Raider game. You want to drag her ass with you anyway. So nice take, nice story. Keep them coming. Okay. This is a silver pirate coming on in with an Al Davis. Okay, here he comes. I have to completely disagree with you on your comments about Al Davis. I believe the reason we have fallen so hard is because Al Davis consistent changing and meddling with the team. For this team to be successful, a coach has to be able to make his mark on the team and not be an Al Davis puppet. I feel that he should just step back and let the coaches coach, and that's the only way uh, to get out of this mess. Well, you know, a lot of people have said that, uh, Silver Pirate, and it's been mentioned Many times, but that's just not the way Al works now, is it? Now, if you've been a Raider fan a long enough time, you've known that Al does like to meddle here and there. At times, he lets coaches do their thing. You know, we have to look at Gruden. We have to look at some other coaches in the league that have coached for the Raiders. Now, um, I agree. However, my take, and this is a, a comment on my podcast about how Al Davis has set up the yes men so he could be the one to run the offense because... I said that um, he's seeing his latter years and he's not going to be capable really of physically handling the task of being the head coach. So I think he's going to take a final couple shots at it himself. Um, And as far as I'm concerned, he's earned it. And that's what I said in my podcast. I'm going to stick by it. And I I understand that someday, someday, Silver Pirate, we're going to be without Al Davis. And I'm freaked out to even think about the consequences of that. However... It will be a reality someday, and 
in that, we have to understand that we'll have to take whoever else has decided to buy the team or whatever. And uh, that's going to be a hard one. That's all I got to say about that. Okay, Raider Mike comes in. Kerry Collins, he is finally gone. Yes, yes. Let's hope Al makes a better decision on his replacement. Well, yes, of course. Okay, here's another one. Adam, the rookie, comes in. Hell yeah. If the new catching staff does does nothing else right, at least he can say that they started off in the right direction. No more KFC. Just about every QB out there looks enticing after having this retard. Hey, Al, I, how about another quarterback with at least a half a brain instead of just one with all arm? Well, I agree with you there, Adam, the rookie, and uh, I believe – that this was when they, I'm talking about Adam the Rookie's take, because this the take he gave was when Collins was cut the first time. And so these people, and here's another one from Raider Frank, this was when we thought KFC was gone the first time. Yes, I have to chime in here. KFC is gone. Awesome. It looks like the salary cap crap helped us in this way. But we still may lose some players like everyone else, I guess. So this is before the owners made a deal. So we were all happy. Here's another one. Now, this was this is from Raider Frank because <laughs> the other one was yes from Raider Frank. This is from Raider Frank when we found out that Kerry Collins had not been cut by the Raiders. Its subject is, Arr! all I can say is, ah. <laughs> Go Raiders. Of course, Frank, we all felt the same way. Here's another one from Adam the Rookie. I'll second the last post. The NFL giveth and the NFL taketh away and then giveth back. No, nobody wanted to see that. Here's one from Raider Mike. I love this take. And here it comes. KFC, I cannot believe what is going on with Collins. It's like some sick, cruel joke to the Raider fans. I'm getting a bad feeling about this whole situation. If we had no other option, I would rather go with Walter. Collins makes no sense. We know he sucks. So why don't we just let someone else have a shot? I agree with you 100%. Here was another frustrated Raider fan who came in big with, you know, as some sick, cruel joke. I died laughing when I heard that. Here we go from the assassin. Collins the crab. I'm telling you, here's a great story. Working the graveyard shift, I had the pleasure to hear... The early news of Collins' release. At 5 o'clock in the morning, I felt invigorated when I usually feel drag-ass tired. I clocked out at 8 a.m. and went home with a smile on my face and a pep in my step and a feeling that a new age is upon the Raider Nation. And then I woke up. The first thing I hear this afternoon is Collins not been waived and he's still with the team. Not only that, but the Raiders may be trying to renegotiate his contract. Jeez! This guy is like a rabid case of crabs. He just will not go away. Good show, Raider Greg. I'm sending you all my love, brother, and for adopting a positive outlook. Deep in my bones, I feel the same way, but will continue to play tough love until I see things unfold and how Walsh's offense performs. I think you're probably right about Davis calling the offense, but I'm not sure about the theory that his, his last diff effort to at riding the ship before his death comes. The attempt to hire Bobby Paterno betrays this, as he would have no doubt brought in his own philosophy, coaching, play calling. Perhaps after all, ill-fated attempts to hire a new coach, Davis will screw it up. Davis said screw it, and he's doing it the way he's going to do it. 
Have a great time in Sin City. Hope you have something to tip your glass to. Well, thank you so much. It was my birthday, and he's, uh, you know, I went to Las Vegas. And long story short, great take, The Assassin, um, Bobby Paterno thing, I still think was a kind of a, a placation for the Raider Nation. I don't think that Al Davis really thought Bobby Paterno would leave Louisiana, and I do not think that he was really looking at that happening. Um, and I, I think that that's my opinion. I could be wrong. Of course, I've been wrong in the past. I'll be wrong again. Okay, here we go. Raider, 46. Kitna, no way. Ramsey, yes way. Ray, Ray, pray, Ray. Okay, well... He talks about Kitna. This is a very long email, so I'm not going to go over everything. He talks about Kitna. He talks about the performance of Kitna and how Kitna really never had made it happen because he did play with Seattle, couldn't make it happen there, got traded over to the Bengals, really couldn't make it there. He really has never come out and done anything, whereas Ramsey really had an opportunity to make things happen. I don't agree. I didn't like Patrick Ramsey play, but he did see him play in Virginia, and if he'd been an opportunity to succeed instead of going through three or four different coaches and three or four different coaching schemes, uh, the lack of an offensive line, a lot of things that happened to him. And then, of course, him and, of course, uh, the coach of the Washington Redskins didn't get along. So it was a bad scene for Patrick Ramsey. I really haven't seen enough of him to make an opinion. I did When I did see him play, I wasn't impressed at his play. Uh, however, I could be wrong. He talks about Ray Lewis coming as well to the Raiders, but he'd be shocked if he left Baltimore. I wouldn't because they're not having a good time with him. He wants too much money. I think they're going to let him go, and I think he'll be a free agent. Lastly, touching remarks on Al Davis. I agree this might be the old man's last hurrah. That's what I think. Given the flux in the league and the team last year, I think we'll be fighting from the bottom up. Of course we will. Really shows that other teams, especially the AFC West, are in much more solid shape than other teams in the league. And that's true, too. So he said he got his new autographed Todd Christensen jersey in. So he'll be putting it on the Frapper Mac. Well, right, Raider 46. Frapper that thing. That's cool. Thank you very much, Raider 46. I love that Frapper thing. You get that jersey on there. I'd love to see it. Okay, here it comes. Now, this is the newest Kerry Collins um, release. And here comes the assassin, gone in capital letters. Breaking news from ESPN, John Clayton, Kerry Collins is now officially gone. Look for Culpepper to be a Raider by Friday night. Hell yes, he says. Well, that's what I think, too. However, now there's breaking news that Culpepper doesn't want to come to the Raiders. Now, I just wanted to tell you that that's just now happening. There's been an article in uh, ESPN that Dante Culpepper has mentioned that he does not want to play for the Oakland Raiders. Boy, go figure. Okay, so here we go. Raider Frank, Dante, according to the NFL Network's Adam Scheffler, Dante will not sign with the Raiders. Scheffler used the word definitely will not be, will not be with the Raiders. He reportedly has offers from other teams. The Raiders were not one of the teams that have made an offer, but we all know how Mr. Davis will come in at the last minute and change things if he wants to. I'm sure he's um, he has in mind exactly who he wants to 
run his offense. He can't wait to play it out. I'm just glad it wasn't KFC. I understand that too, uh, but there you go. Dante Culpepper now does not want to play for the Oakland Raiders. This doesn't mean a whole lot. However, you know, you don't want to get a quarterback in free agency that doesn't want to play for you. That doesn't bode well for your team. It certainly doesn't bode well for morale. If he doesn't want to play for the Raiders, well, my opinion would be screw him and let's go find somebody who really wants to play football because Dante is getting a little emotional. He's sounding a little bit like Terrell Owens, who incidentally might not be going to Denver because there's been a kibosh on that deal. Go figure, Shanahan. I'd love to see that troublemaker in Denver and have him disrupt the entire team. That would be a beautiful little present, uh, Christmas present for uh, for us, that's for sure. Well, Raider fans, that's the Raider Nation podcast for today, show 71. And as news comes, I might pop in a couple more podcasts this week. Uh, we'll see what happens. We have a big, big decision on what we're going to do in free agency. We have plenty to cover. We have a quarterback to get. Who knows what's going to happen with this Culpepper thing. Davis could swoop in in the last minute, just like Raider uh, Frank said, and take over the entire deal and get Culpepper anyway. Like I said, though, I hope not, because if the guy don't want to play for us, piss on him. We don't need to play for us, and we don't want him playing for the Open Raiders. So, Raider fans, don't forget the Frapper. Thank you so much for tuning in and turning on to the Raider Nation podcast. Please check out our site because it is something to see. Until the next time, this is Raider Craig saying keep your ears and eyes open because we don't want Collins coming back. If you have any kind of karma, send it to the way of getting rid of that guy for good because he's like a cockroach. He does not die easy. So Raider Nation, good night.